Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, before we get started, I just want to take a quick moment to thank Deer Camp Coffee and Yeti for everything they do to help keep us awake and energized for the whole show to keep you guys entertained. Make sure you subscribe and stick around to all Boner Plant stuff so you can get into chances to win things. And uh, hey, let's have some fun. The BHP Podcast is presented by bowhunterplanet.com. Join the hunt. Support for the Bowhunter Planet podcast is provided by HHA Sports, Cold Steel Knives, Scott Archery, Burris Optics, Element Outdoors, Reveal Cellular Trail Cams, Deer Cam Coffee. Additional support is provided by Yeti. Hey guys, welcome to BowhunterPlanet.com podcast right here on Carbon TV, along with Jules McQueen. How are you, Jules? I'm wonderful. How are you guys doing? I just got done eating, so I'm doing good. I can hear everything you idiots were saying. And I just had a mute because I was eating. They went my face, but it was great ramen noodles. It was amazing. Wow, that sounds incredible. So how's hunting in Michigan right now? Um, it's beautiful. Even if the deer aren't moving, there's a lot to look at. The leaves are changing color, and it's incredible. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I was telling these and guys, I- uh, I just went for a walk right before this podcast and I saw two deer in my sub. So they're definitely, we're moving tonight. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. It's nice and cold and rainy. It's perfect. Yeah, I Just exactly what you want for opener. I think yeah. we're, next week is supposed to be 70. So that's not good. But Oh, that's not great. Yeah. Well, at least not ideal. Are uh, you hunting with a bow, a crossbow? What you got? With a bow. What yeah. Uh, I still shoot a Matthews. Matthews. Yeah. I, I've been shooting Matthews for a lot of years and you know, I'm a creature of habit. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Jules, tell us what's going on at Carbon TV. What is- oh gosh, so many great things. I, I, it's so funny when people ask me that question. I feel like I just start beaming. Like when people ask you how cute your baby is, you know, and you're like, my baby's the cutest. <laughs> That's me. I, we have a lot of cool stuff going on at Carbon TV. As you guys know, we just, we've been adding a lot of new shows and my team is, amazing everyone that works there is just so cool and um ambitious and looking for new fun things to work on and uh we finished up the carbon awards went really well um first time we've ever done that and that was really fun and uh now we're moving into um obviously big game season so i think one thing that we just added i don't even think it's gone live yet but it should be up here in the next week maybe um, we're adding a kind of a landing page for a collection of trail camera pictures for everybody. So awesome. if you guys have great trail camera photos, you want to share and have kind of a community there where everyone can kind of go in and look who's seeing what 
I think that's really cool. Kind of a fun social experiment that we're doing. And um, obviously adding a lot of new content, but then also, you know, we recently launched Carbon Unwind, which is kind of a, you know, side category of Carbon TV, which is interesting and fun and something really different. So that's been keeping us very busy. So now it's available uh, on what platforms? So Unwind is, um, it's a sleep story and meditation app based on nature and the outdoors. So if anyone's ever used like Calm or Headspace, any of those, you know, health and wellness um, apps that help you sleep better at night or, or do some guided meditations. Ours is available right now on iOS, so in the App Store. And then um, we're launching the Android version really soon, like in the next few weeks. Thank God, because Tim needs his bad. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. You're not an iPhone guy. Karen. Oh, man. No, she said Android's coming. No, it I know, is. I know. No, 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 I'm excited about it. Tim's this. the snorer at Hunt Camp. This is the problem we have, is this guy. Right? I don't, I'm telling I, you. First, hold, on, hold on, hold on. First of all, I don't have a problem. You guys have the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Valid point. Uh, see, during, <laughs> when we went for, kid, for Kids Weekend, he didn't snore, or at least I guessed. There's always one guy in camp, right? <laughs> I, I don't well, I believe mean, him. I've never heard myself snore, so. Nobody's ever filmed you and sent it to you the next morning? <laughs> no. Not yet. Not no, yet. not at all. Not not, I'm sure that's go. coming, though. Thanks for the idea. That's yes, great. you are welcome. Yeah, thank me later. It should be on Carbon TV. Yes, <laughs> yeah. we'll put it right there on the homepage, right there on the landing page. It'll just be Tim great. snoring. <laughs> Yes, just a, just a loop. We'll just keep looping it over and over with auto sound on. Yeah, it's going to be and, great. And, and the caption will say, I don't snore. Yeah, uh -huh. exactly. You got you to create a, an award for that one. Oh, yeah, no, he's already won that award for sure. Yeah, I'll make sure of that. I love yeah, it. we've been dealing with Tim snoring for a while now. But on top of that, uh, it was actually funny, like, I don't know, Tim, was it? A couple times, I don't remember how long ago it was with the fan situation. Oh, dude, that <laughs> the so, fan yeah, it situation. Was, it was what? It was. It was um, probably the beginning of September. We went up to work on the property, and uh, Dave and I were sleeping in separate rooms because you know I, I uh, so allegedly snore, and uh, I I love to sleep with a fan, right? So I had a fan going in this room, and it was great because there is a, we, we the room that we sleep in, the building that we sleep in is just like this big tin can. And there is this cricket that was in there that was loud so as loud. can be. So loud. No. But I turned that fan on and I was sleeping perfect. I couldn't hear anything. It was great. And then about 3.30 in the morning, I hear the fan shut off. And I see this image out the corner of my eye walking off with the fan. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? Dave, Dave wakes up at 3.30 in the morning or didn't wake up because he was still up because of the cricket. I couldn't Steals sleep. My fan he was sleeping, and then puts it in the room that he's sleeping in. And I'm like, you. No. Die. At that point, I was I was tired, and I'm like, all right, I I, I fell back to sleep pretty easily. But the, the funniest part about it is the next morning, I wake up and I'm like, you ever do that again, I will punch you directly in the face. I don't care what time it is in the morning. And I look over and I'm like, why didn't you just use that fan? And right next to him, three feet away, was another fan. All he had to do. Let's plug it in. <laughs> I love it. It was pitch black, but I knew there was a fan going, and I had cricket. I was up literally till three with that cricket. Like, oh, just laying there going, shut That's up. Why can I find this thing? And then finally, I hear Tim, like, I don't know if you're snoring, but I'm like, there's no way he's still awake. I'm just taking his fan. You know, he's got to be out. He's good to go. 
<laughs> oh, that's amazing. absolutely ridiculous. You took my family yeah. say, you got a fan right there. <laughs> I was like, oh. But, right. You know, that's what you got to love. You got to love Hunt Camp. You got to love those uh, those crazy stories. And there's sure right? are a lot of them. So I oh. right. cannot wait to kick it off like you are. I am so jealous that you're out in the field today. So that that's just awesome. Yeah, so, it's good to be out. Carbon TV. How about, about how many shows are on here? There's like a ton on here. There's a lot. Um, I want to say 220-ish right now and growing. So we've removed some over the past year. Um, you know, we, we kind of go in once a year, twice a year, filter through them, see, you know, kind of check in with people who haven't been uploading a lot, see if they, you know, if they still want to, um, to stay on there. Um, but we've been adding a lot. You know, there, there's a lot of shows coming over who previously aired on the networks or, you know, and other, on other platforms. And so we've been growing in that way pretty rapidly. And I want to say we're at probably over 220 shows that we distribute right now. That's good. That, that's good. I, I, I've been thumbing through some of them. Obviously I have to watch all of ours because, you know, we just have to, right. um, but right. I've been thumbing through a lot. There is, there is what's awesome about the platform is the variety that you guys have. It's not right. just the same thing with other people doing, you know, everybody has a different thing that they're kind of doing. And I mm -hmm. absolutely love just going on there and checking out what's new, what people are posting about um, and the different seasons that come in. Cause you have fishing, you have hunting, you have all that different stuff going on. I mean, there's something for absolutely everybody on this platform. Right. Yeah, no, definitely. And, you know, I always say it's kind of all encompassing of the outdoors. So it's not just hunting, not just fishing. You know, there's a lot of stuff on there for DIY and agriculture and adventure, travel, um, you know, and then we have kind of the, the search bar up there. Um, so we've optimized it. So you can put in keywords, you know, different types of content that you want to watch and, you know, really find some cool stuff on there. And then I see you just pulled up like the live cameras. Those are great. They, I'll, I'll tell you cool. so many people watch the live cameras. It's amazing. <laughs> Um, it's, it's crazy how many people come every single day. They watch the, the animals on the live cams, they name them, they get really attached to them. And it's so cool. Cause they come back and, you know, they watch these deer grow their antlers, you know, and then shed the antlers and, um, you know, and then we have owl cameras and all different kinds of stuff on there. So yeah, we, we like to keep it pretty diverse. It's kind of cool. This is really cool. So tell us about the history of carbon TV. How did you guys come about? So we've been around for um, over seven years now. And, you know, we were a part of Carbon Media Group before. So it was, you know, all kind of connected. Carbon TV was a part of Carbon Media. And back in 18, obviously there was an acquisition. Carbon TV became a separate company at that point. And, you know, it kind of um, was this beautiful moment where it allowed us to stand on our own and really, um, follow that momentum that was happening at the time you know it was a 2018 was when a lot of shows that had previously been linear on the networks were deciding to increase their digital footprint they just wanted to be available and in, in more places more readily available and so that's around the time that i came in and um, took over operations and uh so since then we've just been kind of expanding in different ways you know really um, you know, moving around the, the content library, um, you know, adding different types of content. We've expanded our team. So different people work at Carbon TV now, and it's this really brilliant team of people who are passionate about what we do. And, you know, we've found ways to 
really increase the producer partner relationships too. So, you know, starting things like carbon awards and, you know, these, um, these brackets that we're putting together for, you know, best fishing episodes or right now, I think autumn's creating one for, um, like a big buck contest for October, you know, which is really fun because it gets people engaged and interested and everyone wants to kind of be a part of those things. So, um, carbon TV has, it's evolved over the years to this really, interesting fun dynamic ott platform that's just um it's got this massive amount of momentum behind it so it's really fun that and that that is absolutely i mean the momentum itself is something that i think we've seen kind of grow within the industry and we've been around for what 11 years now dave and uh when we first started there wasn't a lot of online content right and and you know there there was a lot of you know print based dealer based type of stuff going on and over the years and especially i would say the last probably 5 years um the online media part of this industry the hunting industry that we're in has just blown up and what an amazing platform to be able to showcase all the stuff that's going on and i i, I hope that and and my my hope is is that you know us getting out in front of everybody and you guys having this platform for everybody else to bring their shows to really helps bring normalcy to the industry in regards to being able to, to go out there and find the young hunters, right? The, the people that don't know what to do, don't know how to hunt, don't know where to find the resources, but everybody knows how to get on the internet now. And being able to, to go onto a platform like this and really kind of look for whatever you want, whatever you're interested in, I think is just absolutely an amazing thing to be out there for the industry right now. So kudos. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I always say, you know, I mean, there are other options on where to put your content. Yeah, I know a lot of people, you know, they'll end up on YouTube or somewhere like that, but there's a huge conversation happening right now around censorship. And so if, if there's anything in that video content or the description or any words that are used that revolve around, you know, hunting, shooting, firearms, um, censorship is a very real thing and a lot of people wake up and their video is taken down or removed and all the analytics are gone and so I always say go where you're celebrated not where you're tolerated and That's we awesome. celebrate outdoor content we do and you know as long as it's legal and ethical and within you know our boundaries we celebrate people who love the outdoors you know it's just this really cool thing where sure go put your content in other places too that's great but when you come to Carbon TV you have direct access to me and my incredible team and this platform that's really dedicated to the outdoor demographic. So I think that's what makes us just so special and so interesting right now. Yeah, I, I have to say, I, I really enjoyed working uh, with you guys on these projects, uh, especially uh, getting our show on here. I, I have to admit, it's a very simple process and um, it's fun to kind of upload. And like I was telling you earlier, we, we started, you know, very critiquing the videos, uh, gearing them towards uh, Carbon TV viewers, which has been mm-hmm. kind of fun because now it's like we kind of break it off now by depending on what platform we're on, you know, into different viewership. But, um, you know, it, and it, I just think it's a lot of fun. I, I think the team has done a great job over there and uh, they really know what's up. That's for sure. Well, thank <laughs> you. Yeah, I love hearing that. I, I work with some of the coolest people around and you know, we, we definitely take a, a personal interest in make, making sure that all of our producers and partners are really happy and feel like family. You know, it's a, it's a family experience. So um, tell, tell us yeah, about I'm, the original, I'm, original shows. Cause you have some like this one and, and others. How does, how are those shows? Like, how does it work? Is it stuff you guys are creating or? Yeah. So um, like the one that you have up right now, so Outdoor Weekly, that's my show. 
Um, I've been producing and hosting that one for, we're in our third season and it's owned by Carbon TV. So it's a Carbon original. Um, so, you know, I obviously, I actually started hosting and producing that before I started working for Carbon TV. So that's been going back a, a little while now. Um, but any of the ori Carbon originals are, we have creative control and ownership of that content. So, you know, you'll see some on there that are from a little while back and we still air that and they still do, you know, they still get traffic. People still go on there and watch them. There's also some, um, for example, like women who, you know, we did, you know, women who hunt, women who shoot. And it's kind of like a um, documentary type of project. And, you know, those are owned by us as well. Um, so we didn't do as much of that in um, 2020. Obviously, with everything going on in the world, we had a lot of original content um, kind of in pre-production. We were structuring it out, getting ready to really dive into that. But, you know, then suddenly here comes March and April and no one can travel and the whole world shuts down. So we didn't do as much original content um, this year, but next year we are looking to expand into um, creating that uh, kind of those original series again. But Outdoor Weekly is still being created. We're halfway through this season right now. It'd be like a mini Netflix. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, which is really fun. You know, it's nice to have that kind of that creative control and to know what our audience is wanting to watch and um, taking that into account and then just creating that content. Um, but right now, you know, we've been, I guess most of the, I'm not going to say we're not creating content. We're creating content for Unwind. We curate that content ourselves and it's a daily, you know, constantly, um, you know, working, working on that. It's a very different type of content from Carbon TV, but it is, you know, we do have producers and writers and, you know, people on staff creating that content. So I would say in 21, we're probably going to be creating a lot more original content for Carbon TV. Very cool. So tell us about the process of uh, um, somebody on the show, or I mean, I'm sorry, a show that's going to be on the network. So, um, so my, like myself, so I go in, you know, I, I um, go through the process of an upload. Uh, what happens after I hit the button that uploads it? So when you go into the producer portal and you upload your content, um, you would put in obviously your description, any keywords, thumbnail image, you know, so you can also choose to bulk upload. So if you have all of your whole season and you want to just do it all at one time, and then you can also choose flight dates. So you can decide, okay, I want all of these to hit, you know, one week apart or, you know, how, whatever you want to structure that as. And then once that goes into our system, we actually go in and check everything from our end before it goes live. Um, just because, you know, we have a responsibility for our partners um, to make sure that everything that hits our platform is, you know, legal, ethical within our, our boundaries. Um, so we do have people who go in, scroll through it, they scrub through, make sure it's all good. Um, if there's any question, it comes right to me and I yay or nay it, you know, just kind of depending on what it is. Um, and then it hits the platform and my team gets behind it as far as promoting it, marketing, social media you know, any of our partners, our producers, they know that if they have, um, like, if you have a great episode coming out, something you're really proud of, and it's a little bit extra, and you're like, ah, oh, we really had something special happen here. One really cool thing is people just reach out to us and say, hey, this amazing thing happened. Can I get some extra love? And the answer is always yes. We, we love great. getting now behind I know. people, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got, you got single-handedly <laughs> ruin that for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> just kidding. And I know you know how to get a hold of Adam. You know, I mean, like, it, all you have to do is reach out. And I just never want to lose that. I think that's just such a cool thing about our company where, you know, people know that if they just, you know, send us a quick email and say, we're really proud of this thing. Can you guys help? Absolutely. That's what we're here for. We love celebrating that content and really getting it out there for people. That's awesome. So is there like a time limit to, um, you know, I just thought about this. I don't know why, but like, let's say I upload a video right now. Is it like 8am to 5pm? They're usually looking at the uploads. Um, I would say without telling you, like if I didn't call you and say, Hey, FYI, there's one coming in. I need it on. Yeah. If you choose a flight date. So if you chose like tomorrow as your flight date, like when you want it to go live, um, we don't have a set time. It's just, you know, as soon as we can get in there in the morning, when people get to work, they proof it real quick. So I would say eight o'clock ish, give or take. Now, with that being said, um, if you did reach out and say, Hey, we have, you know, we're doing social media posts behind this. Can we have it go live at 6am? Sure. Just let us know. Like we're very, you know, accommodating when it comes to that. And we have had people say, hey, we put out a press release or, hey, we're, you know, really marketing this episode. Couldn't it go live at this exact specific time and day? Answer is yes, absolutely. But otherwise, it's just kind of that morning when we get in the system. Yeah, I'm only asking because I messed up. And <laughs> I did, did you? I was supposed to post something for today. I thought, <laughs> did I send that to them? And I didn't. I did it today. And I'm like, I wonder when it's going to go live. But I just did it like a half hour ago. But don't don't oh, worry. That's funny. Go to work. That's funny. I will say yeah. that one day it was really funny. I was watching the show and you had done a video on the I think it was the Cartman Awards. And then you you went back to work at like one in the morning because oh you guys gosh. forgot one or something. Did you see that? Yeah, that was so. I was not scripted. So I have a I have a studio. I have a green room in the in the oh. headquarters. And Autumn and I announced all of our Cartman Awards. And it's my own fault, totally my fault. I scripted it and I wrote the script and we had 13 winners for the Carbon Awards. And she came in, we got on the green screen, we did the whole thing. She noticed it. She went back, you know, she left the office, went home and she called me and said, hey, you're going to be so mad. We forgot to announce the best blooper. And I said, that's not possible. Hi, I scripted this. And I looked at the script. It wasn't there. So it was, I think one o'clock in the morning, I was in my pajamas and I walked back in the green screen room. I had a sticky note with who the winner was and not scripted, no makeup. Obviously I looked, you know, like I was in my pajamas in one in the morning and I just got back on and did it. But those are the, and, it, and I got lucky because it was best blooper. So, I mean, that was great. Those things yeah. are meant to be, I think. Yeah. Right yeah. One. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's nice to have a studio right there, you know, at the office where I can pop in and film things when I need to. Yeah. That's so funny. That was, that was a lot of fun watching that. I was like, Oh man, that looks like something that we've done. We used to do awards at BHP for members choice awards. And it was basically just like people going to vote and we might do it again eventually. But the problem was it's like so much work. I don't think people realize when you do awards or any sort, it's like oh, yeah. so much work. I'm not even talking about like yeah. choosing the winner. That's a lot of work in its own, but like yeah. the award, like type of a ceremony type thing or an award, you have to like get it all ready. And then we used to present them at the ATA show. So I'd have to then I carry around all these <laughs> awards mm -hmm. and I have to go and I have to hand it to them. And we always get a picture with the person we're handing mm -hmm. it to. And that turned into, wow, you know, like, oh, I can't do it now. Come back in four hours. <laughs> like, right. Okay, hold on. Thanks a lot. I'll be back. Some you people know. were so grateful. And the others would just be like, oh, thanks. Yeah, they'd be like. <laughs> I was like, I didn't do these awards. It's like the consumer. 
like you should be happy you know it's so funny right I you know we had such a great response we're definitely going to do it again and I we had planned on having an actual party like a an awards party um, and we might still I don't know um depends on how things go but um, people just really loved it. I was amazed at how many people came and voted every day on those awards. And, and it just really shows you that people are excited about that content and seeing their friends or, you know, people they follow on social media, you know, doing this stuff. So yeah, I, I was, I was happy. And I'm, you know, the best thing about the Carbon Awards is, you know, Autumn handled a lot of that. She's very organized, way more organized than I am. And I don't know how she does it sometimes, but <laughs> she made it really fun for everyone. And um, she just, she killed it. She did such a great job. So uh, we'll definitely do that again next year. Yeah, it's cool. I like the, I like that award stuff. I think it's, I think it's great. And it, you know, allows people to get some recognition for the hard work they've done and, and that kind of thing. And I don't know, I've always thought it was, it's a good idea. And, you know, obviously networks have done some awards throughout the years that, you know, we've all seen and not even just like in the hunting industry, but in, you know, American music mm -hmm. awards. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is, you know, something to show all the hard work and effort, but. Yeah, yeah that's what we thought too. Yeah. And nobody else is really doing awards anymore. So we decided to, to start doing the carpet award. So are you fun. in the, are you in the office like every day now or how, how's that going for you guys with COVID and all that? Um, I have been, yes. Yeah, I actually stayed, I was in the office all through quarantine, everything. So um, I, because, you know, that was the time when we were creating Unwind. And so that's 20 hour days for me, easy. Like I, I have a couch in my office, thank goodness. You know, I'm like there all the time. And, um, you know, the team started working remote. Thank goodness, you know, we're in, the, in a business where it's very easy for them to be efficient working from home. So I went for probably four months and didn't see my team. And um, honestly, people can say what they want, but they were all so efficient and on task and I mean, accomplishing things and, you know, self-educating and learning new skills. And I couldn't be more proud. You know, it was tough not to see them because I love that personal interaction in the office with them every day. But man, you know, when you really put your mind to it, you can be very efficient working remote. I agree. I think it's, I mean, we're all working mobily right now, all of us here, except for Jamie, he goes in and out, but either way, uh, you know, I've done way more work in every job I've done here. Uh, but this is, this is interesting for us. Cause you know, normally we, we created this amazing studio at Kevin's house and it's got like this beautiful podcast room and all these expensive equipment. It's really nice. And we, <laughs> we ended up with COVID having to do this, but now we kind of, you know, the one thing about that, that was nice is we'd meet on Thursdays, have beers, have food, whatever. It was fun. Like we, it was something to go do. Like it was like a boys club, whatever you want to call it. It was kind of fun. And we do a whole bunch of BHP stuff. And then with COVID, we'd start doing it this way. But now the guy, we all kind of like it because it's like, you, you don't really have to drive it. We're all in our own personal mini studio. Tim's in an RV for God's sakes. That's fake. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> once in a while, you can see the reality of toilet paper behind them, <laughs> a whole right? bunch of food and ramen noodles. <laughs> and, uh, but and then Kevin, Kevin could be in the studio, but he's upstairs for some reason. I don't know. He could be in this beautiful, luxurious wood cabin all set up down yeah. there, but either way uh, it looks so, nice i actually i almost thought that was a green screen behind you it looks beautiful does does yeah nice. one, maybe one day one day we'll uh we'll get there my <laughs> my camper is um maybe about the tenth of the size of this one so 
<laughs> and the funny part is Kevin actually has an RV that's a big one like that, but it's not that nice. <laughs> right. <laughs> that one that one looks very modern, Tim. I don't know where very you got modern. that picture, but way too clean for having two kids, you know. Yeah, there's no way. That looks like somebody that looks like a skyscraper or something. I don't even know. It looks like an apartment. You sure it's an it's RV? Very, very posh. Yes. It's very classy. Very, so anyway, yeah, we'll have to get over there uh, to your place soon because it's pretty close to us, actually. It's not too far. It must be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll come you guys and, will have to come over. Yeah. We'll come and take over your weekly show. I mean, we could do that. And you, all of yes. a sudden people are like, where's Jules? Why is Dave Thomas in here? <laughs> I love this idea. Oh, my gosh. This would be amazing. Yeah. And can you just introduce yourself as me and see if anybody notices Yeah, see if they notice. Great. I don't know yeah. if you've seen Dave in this a wig. Week. He looks amazing this as a blonde. How dare you, Tim? Right. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Jamie's the closest. You could do it. Yeah, and just keep the facial hair and everything. People will not be that surprised. I mean, I've shown up, you know, with way worse. It'll be fine. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's too funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, you guys should definitely come over to the Carbon office and say hi sometime. That'd be yeah, awesome. It's super close. Yeah. Only about 30 minutes from here, not even. For yeah. So what's your, uh, yeah. what's the rest of your hunting season looking like this year? What's your plans? So uh, I started in Colorado. I did archery elk in Colorado. I hit it perfect. Um, last year I did Colorado and I went just um, a little too early. You know, you have to time it perfect. Uh, so the bugle's on. Um, this year I, I did I did good with that one. I did well. Um, the colors were changing. It was just gorgeous. I hunted with some old That's friends. Cool. Um, I did shoot a bull, um, but we uh, we know where he went, but he crossed the property line when he didn't recover him. So oh, um, really summer. brutal. It happens. I know. And yeah. and a lot of people don't talk about it. You know, it's kind of like, uh, just, you know, don't ask them to like, don't mention it. But it happens. And, you know, a lot of people have asked because they knew that I was in Colorado and they knew I was hunting. The person would let you come on the property? Um, they had hunters in. It was a, an outfitter, like across the property line. And, you know, they, they didn't really want us all over there, you know, yeah, looking for this yeah. bull. Yeah. So I mean, They're like, we'll tell I, you if we see it. <laughs> and it's just, it's kind of that, like, you don't want to be upset with the person about it. Cause you have to kind of understand that. I know we've all been there before. Um, but it's, you know, it's not great. It's not ideal, but it does happen. Anybody who archery hunts knows that. I made a great shot. I mean, I can I can go home saying that for sure. Like the shot was great. It was I wouldn't do the shot different. Um, but you know, it was a good way to kick off my season. It was a, a great hunt. It was beautiful and amazing. And then um, obviously I'm here in Michigan for opener. And then I drew a Kansas tag, a rifle tag. Um, I'll do an Arizona archery hunt later during the rut. Um, I've got some got some pretty fun stuff lined up. It's not bad. I get to escape my office once in a while. Sometimes it's amazing how far those animals go, even when you know they are mortally wounded. Right. Yeah. But, and you know, it's funny. I've seen them survive worse, but then I've seen them die from less. I mean, yeah. it's kind of like you just don't, like, yeah. you don't know. You know, yeah. so, some shots you're like, oh, there's no way that animal dies. And then he yeah. does. You know, we, we've had a couple of like heart shots, right? Like after every year, you open them up and you know, it's, it's a heart shot and it ran 400 yards yeah. and it's just absolutely ridiculous how far that yeah. they can go um, on yeah. a fatal wound like that. Absolutely. Yeah. We just tracked one this year. So my son went, we, we had um kids weekend in youth in Michigan here what, a couple weeks ago 
And yep. uh, as he shot, the deer turned at the exact second he fires. So it hits it like in the brisket, but then to the right, not the left, you know. So it goes through like something, whatever. We tracked the thing like 500 yards, never found it. So it was horrible. Oh. We're like, oh, man, he was, he was devastated. It was like his first oh. buck, whatever. So we're like, oh, gosh man. darn it, right? But then last year, uh, Bauer shoots one in the butt cheek and yeah. goes 30 yards and drops. 30 yards and it's done. No. What? Yeah. Swear he to hit, God. He, he the, hit an artery, artery and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. It was turned towards him like this looking at him. Yeah. And he thought he was shooting, you know, behind the rib, but really hit it in the butt. And it no died way. that quick. No. Like, no. That's exactly 75 yards. Just a right? river of blood. No way. Like, Smoke this thing, and then I that's couldn't. I couldn't find the hole. I'm like, "Where's the hole? Where'd you hit it?" Where's the hole? Whoa! I'm looking whoa, at both shoulders, but I don't see that. Whoa! 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 No. Where's the butt? Why is there blood on the butt? Oh, we had a great laugh about that. That <laughs> that, and then when he went to gut the thing, he had. I, I swear it was just a butter knife. Yeah, it took him it took him an hour to gut this thing it was like dude the worst experience hey, of my I life i forgot to tell you guys that he asked me he's like can you guys give me a knife this year <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot about that I oh, oh, man. Oh, that's amazing <laughs> so uh, yeah. Jules, I, I gotta ask you about this because it's pretty cool and i i uh i just want to share this real quick because i thought it was neat of course it's on your social platform here on your personal oh one, boy okay uh, you guys see it or yep it? yeah oh cool i just yeah. want to ask you about this this looked like really amazing that you guys were able to give this lady a try. Oh, is that the coolest thing? Yeah. So, yeah. So obviously we are partners with Chevy um, at Carbon TV. And when, you know, quarter two, you know, everything was shut down for COVID. And I had a conversation with our partners at Chevy and they were doing a thing called Chevy Cares. And it was very similar to this where they were looking for people on the front lines who were really giving back in their community and this is the kind of thing that, I mean, we just wanted to be a part of. So um, we kind of discreetly um, did a lot of research on different healthcare workers, frontline workers who um, had been affected in different ways, just on a personal level uh, from COVID. And I found of all the applications that came in, all these nominations, this one, I just kind of kept it sitting on my desk. This girl, um, she was supposed to be getting married in April to her high school sweetheart. They had already booked everything, booked the honeymoon in Paris, the whole thing. Well, you know, she was just out of nursing school and she was working, you know, at this hospital. Well, they obviously had to cancel the wedding, cancel the honeymoon. And she went on the front lines and she was sitting with patients and really going through the, like the, the heart of this. Um, she ended up contracting COVID herself, got sick. Um, when, you know, recovered, went back to work and really just dedicated her life to sitting with patients and making people better and working oh. with her team. And so we uh, gifted her a brand new Chevy Silverado. And it was such a wonderful moment. I mean, she had no idea. She thought I was showing up at the hospital where she works to just ask her a few questions on camera. And she was super nervous. We mic'd her up. I got her to talk a little bit. And we had parked the truck outside of the building uh, with the little bow on top of it. And at the end of me asking her a few questions, I said, okay, I have not been totally honest. I actually have something for you. And we walked outside and just, it was this wonderful moment of just thanking her as a representative of all of the healthcare workers and That's just awesome. saying, we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Her whole team was there. The hospital CEO, Scott Wester, who's a friend of mine, 
he was there. He actually gave a little speech, you know, and, and thanked everybody at the hospital for their hard work and dedication to these patients. So it was really, really cool. It was very moving. And uh, we're just so grateful that we're in a position to be able to do things like this to give back a little bit. Yeah, we, we need as much as that we can nowadays, especially in 2020. What a, what a crazy year we've all had. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of that feel-good moment, you know, that um, paying it forward, giving back, recognizing people who are doing the right thing and just being awesome people out there in the world. And thank goodness, you know, Carbon TV is just always up for that type of thing where we see an opportunity and we want to be a part of it. That's cool. Jules McQueen, thanks for joining us. Uh, check out CarbonTV.com. Download the app on your phone and device. You can watch all the great shows like Bow Under Planet TV, of course, and, uh, <laughs> and all the other great shows they have, which is amazing. Literally, guys, there's tons of stuff. So check it out when you get a minute. Check out Jules online on Instagram and all the other great uh, social media platforms and uh, anything else Jules anything I'm missing or forgot no um, thank you guys for having me on I'm so excited and um, you know we'll have to do it again sometime you guys should come to the carbon office and we'll do a podcast from there sometime that'd be fun. Yes. sounds awesome oh, sounds that awesome sounds like good luck honey yeah. thank oh thank you guys good luck, honey. Yeah, tip one over oh I'll do my best I'll <laughs> let you guys know when it happens all right <laughs>